and welcome to Stalport Rugby Club. This week we have the original graduate and junior to senior uh, graduate, as it were, Sam Foley. Good to be with you, Dave. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Good. Um, good. How have you been? Has lockdown or COVID affected you too much? Uh, well, the same as everybody, I suppose. But very boring to start with, especially with all the sports stopping and stuff. But now we're a few weeks few weeks off work and then it's been non-stop at work ever since how about you yeah you know it is what it is mate you know it's kind of one of, as you say it's one of the everything's a bit stop start you don't know what you can do can't do where well, i can go can't go so it's just a bit you play it by year and hope for the best really don't you, you know yeah I mean? exactly that's what you can take it for isn't it yeah, exactly mm. um have you changed your job because you're working away quite a bit at the minute, aren't you? Yeah, I've been doing it for about nine months now. I'm installing unfloor heating, but it is literally nationwide. So, uh, yeah, that's why I haven't been down training an awful lot recently. Well, I spent a lot of years doing that. How do you find it? Uh, it was a bit of a shock to the system for the first couple of months, getting up at three o'clock in the morning. But, uh, no, it's not, it's not too bad now. I enjoy it. Yeah, good. That was work for you, anyway. Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Um like most people with COVID, um, there was a, a forced change of employment, shall I say, mm. um, in respect to, to redundancy. Uh, but I was exceptionally fortunate to to pick up another job within probably about a week, week and a half of being made redundant. And I've been quite lucky, actually. Yeah, it's um, good at the time. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people who we, you know, who we know haven't been lucky and, and potentially won't be as lucky. Yeah. Do you have a lot of time off work over, over lockdown? Um... Yeah, to be fair, I um, so like most people, I, I stopped working around about the, the 20th of March um, and didn't start again until, what would it be, the 7th of September? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, just a little bit, you know, a um, month or two. Well, the kid's boring you by then. Oh, I loved it, to be fair. Yeah. I, I have to say, and I've said before, I was so lucky with the kids, mate, because it, it could have gone either way, couldn't it? It could have been an absolute nightmare, ripping your hair out, yeah. praying to go out, or it could have been an absolute dream. And and luckily, we got the dream in that they were exceptionally well-behaved, understood, luckily, loved everything that we did, loved the time in the garden. Obviously, the weather helped. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, you know, as I say, we, we were the lucky ones. Uh, and again, I know a lot of people who have been exceptionally unlucky and ripping their hair out. Did you learn anything? You got doing done a bit of baking or something with the kids over lockdown. Who didn't? Oh mate, luckily, luckily, I like to bake at a young age for my grand, so uh, I had that in the locker as well. Um, but the tolerance to reading endless of books is probably something I learned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's only so many times you can uh, build the same. Tower of Lego, knock it down, <laughs> rebuild the same tower again. Yeah, but, but no, luckily, luckily, I was all right. Oh, as I mentioned mate, in in the in the, uh, in the intro, as I say, I, I believe I'm right in saying you are the original graduate. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of people tell me this actually. I, I'm trying to think if there is anybody else. There has been since, but I yeah, I think you're right. I am the first. Well, I mean, I, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, and obviously, previously, when we'd asked you to come on, and I'd, I'd been thinking about it, and I remember coming down to the club as head coach in 2010. Yep. And I coached you in the youth then. 
And from that, I mean, we, as you know, we didn't have the biggest group of players then. You know, it was still quite... Yeah, it was new, weren't it? Um, but from that group, I'm pretty certain you're the only one that has, I mean, tra- transitioned up and through, as it were. Yeah. I know I know. Adam's done it since. Uh, but, yeah, I can't think of many others. No, I think that's no, about it, really. I think there's three, isn't there? There's you, Adam and Piggy. Yeah. Little piglet, yeah. but um, so how I mean, you know, how a how have you found your time at the club, and, and b how did you find being as I say, being well, the first and at the time the only one? How did you find that transition process? Uh, I mean, obviously, old man's at the club, so that's that's a, a helping point, as it were, but ultimately, you're your own man as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I suppose obviously, it was it was my dad that started it from uh, because he, he was one of the starting members who form the junior section mainly for like me and Charlie that's why I wanted to get involved um, mm-hmm. I started doing that but I think I stopped when I was about I want to say about 14, 15 yeah I stopped, I stopped playing rugby totally from then and then I was right. just playing football then until I was 17 and then it it was I think like most members it was a drunken night out with Griff where you bump into him and he forces you to go down the next week and then I've played ever since then I think well I tell you actually I tell you what it'd be scary to know that the sheer number of players that Griff has brought to the club because every person you speak to it's a oh yeah I was on a night having a beer and I spoke to Griff you know there's, there's very few people that don't start with that story isn't there? the amount of stories that Griff's told me about people where he's been short on a Friday night he's got 12 players and then the next day he's got dragged six from a pub and come and play for him is ridiculous. Oh, no, it is. Um, so, obviously, coming through, I mean, back back in the in the heyday, as it were, I mean, you, you obviously, you had your old man playing, who, who was very good in his own right. You know, you had the likes of your Phelpses. Uh, Johnners was kicking about. You know, Rory was still quite young at the time. Steve was still pretending he could play in the backs. <laughs> you know, was there anyone you kind of looked up to from a youth aspect and thought, do you know what, I like a bit of their game, I like a bit of their game, I like a bit of their game? Um, or was it just a case of, do you know what, I just, I just want to get into senior rugby? I know you obviously took the time period out, but yeah. the time period in pre, prior to that, what, what was your kind of mindset? Well, I, sp- I suppose up? the only real rugby I watched at the time was watching my dad and he would have, I think he captained the freeze at the time when I was young. Yeah, probably the freeze. Um, so it was, Watching him mainly, he'd have played at 10. But then when I started playing senior rugby again at training, Johnners was still around a little. So watching him at training was, well, you know what Johnners like. He was a great player when he was at the club. Um, but then after that, it was development from the twos, really, I suppose, and being around Rory at times and just other players at training, I suppose. I, I, I didn't have a great deal of rugby knowledge to start with, to be honest. Uh, I suppose it was just uh, people like Joe Joe Churchill. He was great when I came down. He was helpful. Mm-hmm. He wanted you to get involved with training and stuff. Steve was my first captain, actually, at the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I play, played him with Steve as a captain, but he was the main voice at training. And, well, he's still one of the main voices now. I suppose a lot of that comes from him. Mm-hmm. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Um. I mean, the, the player who you remind me of in your, um, I say your confidence in your play, but your your kind of 
all or nothing type playing is do you ever remember the youth player at the club called Ash Goff? Oh, uh, yeah, I sort of. <laughs> and, and I remember coaching him at 17, where again, back when you was in the youth, and he, how you two play is ex- very, very similar in that you're both very kind of all or nothing. You're both very. Can he not tackle either? So, no, no, no. Yeah, it was a revolving door. Um, but you both had a fantastic boot. You both, you know, had a good, good hands on your good options, and you're both very similar players. Um, and I, interestingly, I didn't know if he would have been a player that you a knew of or b saw when you when you were young coming through. Oh, probably, yeah. I can't remember. Um, so see, now being in the senior side, I mean, you're quite a, an integral cog within the team. Um, I know a lot of the guys, particularly Joe, Joe Chirps, as you, as you previously mentioned, really kind of um, raves about and champions uh, your kicking in particular, your goal kicking, you know, the the the, the kind of general um, line that's thrown at me is for somebody that doesn't practice, he gets so many kicks that he has no right to get, um, at, you know, and he, his goal kicking is immaculate. You know, is, is it something you, you take pride in? Is it something that you you're aware of, or is it just a case of for you, look, I turn up on a Saturday, I put a shift in, and what happens, happens. Uh, Well, I think I think for me, I, I've, most people know that I'm more of a kicking 10 than I am going to be with my hands. I'm, I'm six foot four, and I'm, I'm not going to dink through little gaps and stuff, so I'd say I'm more of a kicking 10 in the first place, but I think my kicking ability has just come from playing football for years, really. I've, I've always played in goals, so I've always been used to kicking the long ball, and I think it's all just Develop from that, but I, I I like to try and practice a little bit. But um, when I get five minutes of training, I'll always have a go. I like to test myself from distance as well. And I think at our level of rugby, taking three points from your ten meter line is impressive, and it can it can be the difference between winning and losing a game. It can really demoralise a team when they're giving penalties away mm. just in front of just in their half and conceding three points. Well, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? When you know you're playing against a team that has that kind of kicking threat within their within their squad, it really does change how you play, uh, you know. And actually, when teams play us now, not only have they got a contest of our scrum element, which has always been traditionally yeah. strong and traditionally well drilled, but they've also got to be wary of yourself in respect that you know you can send a long bomb downfield to them or you know you can be putting it into the corners and making them turn or equally as you say they give away a, a penalty anywhere from their 10 to try line and you, you can punish them in that respect um so it really does change um you know having, having had to coach that element of it it really does change how you play against the team having to have so many threats and i suppose it's really good having you in the mixer that it gives us that option yeah um Obviously, you touched on the football aspect, and that's something I wanted to, to come on to. Um, I mean, you, 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 I'm, you know, not not blowing smoke up your ass, but you are, and you appear to be exceptionally good, mate, in a lot of different sports. You know, that I know of, you play rugby, you play cricket, you're doing your football aspect. Yeah. You know, A, is anything you're crap at? <laughs> <laughs> and B, you know, is there anything else we've missed off the list? You know, are you a secret LeBron James in your spare time sort of thing? Uh, no, basketball, definitely not my strong point. I, I tried tennis. I was never any good at tennis. Could never surf. Somebody was six foot four. Um, <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I suppose football. My dad's always liked football, so I've always, I've always played that. Um, 
but yeah, it was nice over lockdown to have the have because obviously we could play cricket straight away. We uh, we managed mm-hmm. to get half season in, which was good, and um, we had quite a successful season really, considering we almost got relegated last year, stayed up by the skin of our teeth, and then we got to the final this year and unfortunately lost in the final. And uh, we would have won it if Charlie hadn't have got out on ninety nine, but we won't bring that up again. <laughs> if he's listening, if I don't know if he listens to this, he probably will know I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, but we we won't we won't bring that up again anyway. Uh, I'll try and play a bit of golf as well. Get on the golf course. That was a good one during lockdown. Uh, filled up a bit of time. What about you? Do you have any other sports? No. Um. Well, you know, I can I can eat a good biscuit, <laughs> but. Uh, no, to be honest with you, mate, I, I used to love playing. Um, in, it's not well, it's not the same, but indoor footy. Yeah. Um, I, I, used, I used to love that for fitness. You know, it was always a good laugh. Bit being five aside, and and as I say, I had a larger frame. I didn't have to run around too much. And, and I was one of them rugby players who I played football football like a rugby player. If yeah. you know what I mean. Um, you know, looked completely out of yeah. place, but could do a job when needed. Um, and just so happened to be big fat goalie most yeah, of the time. That's me. <laughs> um, but no, beyond that, mate, you know, I'll give everything a dabble, give it, give it, a ch- you know, a chance. But I think the only other one I've ever really been good at beyond that is volleyball. I was quite good at volleyball that's an and one. did that a lot through college. Yeah, our, our college team. Our, our, well, when I joined college, our, our tutor for the first year just, just didn't teach us, and we spent a year playing volleyball um, to a point that going into the second year, he. Um, he formed a volleyball team um, and I ended up doing my level two in volleyball coaching as well. It, it was just something I really oh, enjoyed. Right. Um, but yeah, as you say, it's quite an obscure and not, not many people A, get the opportunity and B, kind of talk about how often do you speak to me and go, oh yeah, I, I play volleyball. Something I oh, we used to do it at school a little bit, but you used to have like one, you used to hit it over the net and it'd never come back. So it, was, it yeah, wasn't yeah, the most yeah. enjoyable. No. I used to find that at badminton. Somebody would hit it at yeah. me, and I, I, I used to like badminton. Didn't mind that. Um, where where do you see yourself um, going with the club, then, mate? Where's your, you know, if I if I could say to you, right, in three years' time, you can be, for example, first team captain. You could be outright ten. You know, not that you're not yeah. now, but outright ten. You could be, you know, I don't know. Look at maybe a county. Um, place, you know, what, what, what's your if you said to you in three years you can have this within rugby? What, what would you hopefully still be a, a back with the lockdown I'm having? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, just uh, to be fair, mate, I, I wouldn't say I've got the biggest aspiration to. I, obviously, everybody wants to get better, everybody wants to play a good standard, but for me. The standard will always be staff, or and that's where I want to play. I want to play with my mates, um, and I've always said if somebody came along and was a better ten than me, I'd be happy to watch playing the twos. I'm just happy to play at Starport, mate. I like playing with the people I play with. It's a great club. It's a friendly club. We have great socials, and uh, yeah, I think Starport's the place for me. Fantastic. Um, I did want to touch on briefly, mate. Your your off-field roles. Um, now, I know uh, until recently, obviously, you've been on the Starport Committee. Yeah. Um, am I right in saying at some point you've held a role on the Cricket Committee as well? Am I right in uh, thinking that? No, I haven't. I've, I've, um, I've never been on the Cricket Committee. 
Um, right. I've had I've obviously had big roles to play at the committee. I, I like tours committee. I've done. I do a lot of coaching as a junior coaching for cricket. I'm a level two right. cricket coaching, so I go I go down on a Tuesday night and help out with the junior things. It can be re- rewarding, especially the. Um, what do they call it now? Oh, the, the All Stars and the initiative for I think it's like five mm-hmm. to seven year olds, but it's uh, a lot younger than what I'm used to coaching anyway. So that can be a, that can be a fun one. Um, what what kind of what pushed you to them roles? I mean, I, you know, I, I've always wondered whether because you, obviously you're quite young. Well, I say quite you're very young, mate. Yeah. To be fair, but no, you're quite you're quite young. Um, you know, is it the fact that obviously being ten? You know, and playing ten for for a first team, you've got to have that that leadership, that kind of I say seniority and authority. But do you know what I mean you've got to be very precise, clear, and very much level headed with what what you do? Is that kind of something that's transitioned off the field, and you've kind of because you've got that level headedness on your shoulders, you're quite a, a, a quite a, an old head. If that yeah, makes I sense. think is that pushed you to them roles, or is it just something you've naturally drifted? I think uh, being down the club. For such a long time, I know maybe only playing wise, it's been four years or so. But I feel like I've always been a part of the club, even as a junior or going down to watch. Um, I just mm-hmm. I've always known that many people down there throughout the years that I haven't been scared to give an opinion, and I compare like I compare a lot to the cricket club and how things are around some some things around better and what can be improved and whatnot. And I just think my input can help on the committee and I'm and you see people struggling on committees especially likes of when I first came down we were struggling to get a couple of teams out struggling to get help people's work beyond the bar and stuff and I just thought well I'm down here all the time I might as well lend a hand and eventually we're going to need people to step up and replace who's on now so why not do it now fantastic um and obviously you touched on your coaching I mean I didn't know you did any coaching um, I've got a degree in it. Obviously, you said it's well. <laughs> well, as I say, you say you say it's rewarding, but how, how do you find it? Because I mean, I, mate, I could talk to coaches for hours. I, you, any sport, you name it. I love talking about coaching. I love, you know, every aspect of coaching. I always find it kind of interesting, um, regardless, so regardless of the sport. But you know, what a got you to it? What made you want to go into it? And Obviously, you said it's rewarding, but what, you know, what do you take the most from it? As it were, um, I say I got into it because at the at the cricket club we were struggling for coaches on a Tuesday night, so I used to go down there, lend a hand, and I used to go down every week, and then they, eventually they paid for me to go through my uh, level two and whatnot. But I suppose seeing the progression that as a team they can make. So uh, if you take a, mm-hmm. a young side. You can stay with them for two or three seasons, just seeing where they've st- where they've started from, and starting to pick up results. I suppose more than anything. I don't know about you, Dave, but do you prefer teaching kids or adults who are, uh, what should we say, uh, have a better ability or a total beginner? Um, to be honest, you mate. Uh... As I said, I mean, I love it all, mate. I mean, I've, I'm very, very fortunate that I've I've coached kind of under tens and, and below, you know, all the way up to people that are 
55, 60. So, you know, I've coached men's and ladies. You know, I've been, I've been exceptionally lucky. Um, and, and every single element has its own value, yeah. if you know what I mean. And, you know, there's, you'll know there's pros and cons to, to each bit and there's, there's positives and negatives to each bit. But I, I'll quite happily, and what I enjoy the most is, is a player that, that wants to learn, that wants yeah. to improve. You know, and I, that's whether that be brand new to the sport or whether that be a player that's played for no, 40 years. I totally agree with that, yeah. You know, but when you have that player... Doesn't want to be there. See, yeah, it's so yeah. frustrating. And you just think, like, why, why are you here? You're you feel like you're babysitting some kids uh, then, don't you? It's just there for the sake of being there. Well, you look... Look at the club now, uh, Andy Hannix. Look how far he's developed. Yep. Look how far he's come, and, and he's, he's really uh, a real inspirational player. And he, he re- you know, he's inspired me just seeing yep. his progression. And that's the sort of player you'd love to coach because it's the sort of player that can never learn enough. You know, always wants to do more, always wants to be better. You know, he, I always call them the sponge players. You know, they just absorb everything that's going on around them, and they're the sort of players I love coaching the most. Mate, yeah, definitely. With you. Um, with your coaching as well, just just before we progress, it, is senior level something you you are kind of interested in and you want to progress up to, or are you quite happy where you are? Because I know a lot of people are not shy of the senior aspect, but I know a lot of people kind of don't necessarily want it because it's uh they, they don't feel they're going to get as much development and as much enjoyment. Um, if that makes sense. I think to an extent, I would. Uh, I think especially maybe later on in life after I've stopped playing uh, or getting towards the end mm-hmm. of my playing then I'd like to go into it I think you get obviously as you say you get your, your different rewards from it You it's, it's regular games you're playing you, again you can see your progression you're always going to have new players like you say like Andrew who's come down and you can see those progressing I just think it is just mm. It's still coaching. It's just a different form of coaching. Then you go through different forms. So you go in maybe tactical coaching, aren't you, at an older level, rather than mm-hmm. teaching yep. key key basic skills. So right now, I'm happy where I am, but one day, who knows? Fantastic, fantastic. Um, and just to round us up, then, buddy. Um, obviously, we talked about what you, you know, if you could have your only three things, nothing else at the club. But I just want to kind of get a really a roundup of what is it that, because obviously, you know, so you've got the longevity at the club, you know, you've come through the club. Yes, you had that period where you went away, but you come back. What is it you enjoy most about the club? You know, what is it that you go, do you know what? Nothing can be. Uh, I'd say, well, I'm a big man on the socials, to be fair. I, I do like a beer after the game. And I, I suppose it's it's your club, isn't it? It's your club. You finish the game. You you, you have a little chat about the game, but don't worry too much about it. Um, mm-hmm. All have a bit of a chat about it, and that's what I love, the camaraderie. And then you've got the other side on the pitch, you, the old famous games. Everybody remembers one game. and like For my game, it'd be Chadsley, last game of the season. Uh, a few years back, Adam scoring in the corner after a forward pass from me. Still, still, still claiming that assist. <laughs> Adam claiming the only ball that didn't Fantastic. drop over the line that game. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why you play, I think. Fantastic, fantastic, um, mate. That that rounds us up nicely. Um, 
really, really no appreciate you coming on. Um, it's been a long time coming. Um, and, and thank you very much for right, Thank you for doing the podcast, us, though. No worries, mate. Thank you very Cheers. much. Have a good day. Take care. Cheers, mate. Bye. Cheers, bud.